Hello, how are you? Good, I'm very glad to be back. I know, uh, we unfortunately took an unplanned hiatus, but we're yes. back, going we strong. Um, the hiatus did not last well over seven years. Not that I'm going to name names, but if you know, you know. But yes, we, we have to apologise. We are sorry. So yeah, my sister texts me to say that one of her friends, shout out to Emily, we love you, um, had asked her if something had happened, if we'd fallen out. <laughs> no, Emily, that will not actually be happening now or in the future. We are just, we've we just had big changes in our lives, we've got big girl jobs, so we just don't have time, we just don't have time, we're sorry. I know. We've established the nine to five life. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna be able to start actually scheduling better to do it in the evening. So we will return to a weekly broadcast. We will never fear. Definitely. Never fear. We're back, and we've got a bit of a it's a bit random for this week's topic. It was inspired by a few different things. Obviously today. A new Britney Spears documentary came out. Which, Praise the Lord. Thank God. Free Britney. But you've been listening to a lot of interesting... I mean, you've been listening to other podcasts, but none quite as interesting as our own. But Yeah, you know, but you know, I have to look for inspiration somewhere. So yeah. I've been doing at work, which for the purposes of this podcast will remain unnamed <laughs> for legal reasons. Um, we will not sell your personal data, don't worry. I have, in fact, signed an NDA, so it is, in fact, a legal obligation. But anyway, <laughs> you know, we probably shouldn't mention our place of work, but I've been doing a, quite, like, a boring, repetitive task at the moment, so I've been listening to podcasts. And mm-hmm. um, shout out to the American Scan. If I'm allowed to do shout out to other podcasts without having asked their permission, but likely that they'll find me. Um, but if someone wants to do a shout out for us, you always have our permission. You, this, negative. Yeah, in which case we'll see you in court. But yep. uh, this is a very good podcast um, and I listen to quite a lot of different ones. But then I listened to a series about the Harry Krishnas, but not specifically about the Harry Krishnas, about the commune that they founded in West Virginia. And I immediately knew I had to tell you about this because mm-hmm. it just tapped into our love for, I think, more than true crime, which we do love. Mm-hmm. I think our specific brand is these kind of surreal documentaries, things which mm-hmm. you just think, uh, no, absolutely no way did that yeah. happen. And it did. A quest, a quest for knowledge. Like, I just love documentaries of about like literally anything it could be historical it could be like it could be historical it could be about like an event a very specific event in time it could be a nature documentary i just like to have my head filled with like with information that i will only remember drips and drabs of but for that weekend like for that period in time however long it takes me to watch it i'm obsessed and it has it has had so many thoughts for about 72 hours after I finished the last episode. <laughs> um, Max. And then it just, 
I don't know. I think that that's what Netflix does best. Is a yeah. document, a docu series, a docu series, and I think the best thing about Netflix is it understands that really, like, obviously it does cover some serious things, and we will touch on a bit of true crime. I think, though, I think it probably episode, but uh-huh. um, I think what Netflix really understands is we do want the serious but we also just want the bizarre and Netflix really taps into like it finds parts of rural America that have never been discussed before and just reveals like the strangest things that have ever happened it's all in America let's be honest (laughs) no I'm like literally sitting thinking about all the ones I've watched and they're they're in America like they're all in America the ones in the UK like more creepy and sinister um like the yorkshire ripper and stuff you think well okay uh, this is a bit uncomfortable because i i've been to leeds but the ones in the u.s just take on a a new brand of like the fuck which i really appreciate like aren't just like murders like they're like they're like full-blown plus cult plus like yeah yeah, or it's like I watched one about the mafia in New York. So obviously, like they killed a lot of people, but it was all about how they were able to like evade capture and like who the families were. And I was like, do you know what? I wanted to know this because I think that they give you documentaries on stuff that you just assume knowledge of. Like there's just assumed knowledge of how the mafia operated in New York and like films and stuff. So I really appreciated that one. Um, that was one I watched over the summer. Another recent watch was the one Murder Amongst the Mormons. Oh god, so I think So nicely with Salt Lake City. I love a Mormon documentary. Me and one of my friends at uni used to get really obsessed with these Mormon documentaries. We would watch them all the time, literally all the time. Um and my particular favourite is one called One Husband, Three Wives. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. L- like 11 out of 10. Incredible. It yeah. takes place... It takes place... They're not like... They're not like doomsday Mormons, but I think they do stockpile. But my personal favourite is when one of the husbands goes on Valentine's Day to a gift shop to buy cards for his wife's. And all the cards say things like, you are my one and only. And he's like, this isn't very Mormon friendly in here. I could not. Do you know what I love so much about the docu- like the docu-series and the documentaries? Like, this is like a little sign. I was Borat on Saturday night, like the first one. Hilarious. Like, Amazing. Anno- annoyingly funny. Um, but it's what you catch these people saying on camera. Like, I feel like people just I mean this is a different breed of docu-series like the ones like with that one you just mentioned one husband three wives I people love are voluntarily documentaries. doing it yeah I love it because they're so like it's like there's a camera in front of you and you're speaking like this and you're admitting these things like I love that that gives me like reality tv meets people who you couldn't watch for an hour every week for like six months like they're just unhinged enough that you just get your 15 minutes of them on the series and you're like okay moving on but I love a docu-series like the Netflix ones where they have to sit them down and interview them like and the real life clips 
play yeah. in the background and you don't know who's like they keep the people who you don't know if they're going to be alive or dead until the end like all of that is incredible so yeah i've been watching wild wild country at the moment which is very good it's kind of like a waco vibe i feel i don't know if there's a netflix documentary about waco actually that i don't think that there is that will be that will be pending in the works like there's no way they're not there's no way i can't remember what he changes his name to because his original name is like vernon something is it like vernon howell vernon powell or something he changes his name to something israeli um i can't remember i can't like he goes to israel and has a vision um classic i just love this because the way they like this is what i love about documentaries is that they don't like the way in a history book it'll just tell you that this happened because of this i love in the documentaries when they tell you the thought process they're like yeah, he did this because he had a vision in israel i'm like excellent good for him we all but I in think... Wild Wild Country, I have watched the whole thing. You haven't finished it yet, have you? No, I haven't. I'm surprised I haven't. One of my friends told me about it at the weekend. I was like, this is my entire brand, so I'm not really sure how I've missed this. What's the name of the main guy? Like, the, the leader, they call him? Bagwan? The Bagwan, yeah. <laughs> you have Everyone has to watch this. Like, it is I feel really insanity. bad. <laughs> like if you haven't seen it basically what happens is I think they're a Hindu cult well they don't describe themselves as a cult but they're um they're a commune and they like buy they move from India buy land in this like rural part of um I think it's Oregon and it's yeah. right next to this small town and the townspeople are like okay like we did not allow this to happen and like it's a really strange time this is like 50 people there but bizarrely like one of them is like one of the inventors of Nike He's just like yeah. in the time. <laughs> it's like so it's literally like this little daddy down article of nowhere. All like white American Republican people and then this literal massive, massive amount, like thousands and thousands of people, hippies arrive. From they India. build like airports. No, um, this is the thing. They bought they build an airport. <laughs> like that fact has lived with me for the like I watched this like two years ago that has not that fact has not left me i just love like, as well what? the fact that like they just like come like the bagwan like comes into town and they like roll out these carpets and you just see all these like people in cowboy hats in the background just standing there like what is going <laughs> on like i do feel bad for them because they're like like they're they're like yeah like you could stay but like you're not allowed to like create an actual city because like we don't have like enough natural resources like yeah like what about like food production and stuff like that and then the times people just like sorry the people in the commune just buy everything in the town yeah it's insanity i did feel i did feel bad for them i was like to be fair i'd probably be kind of pissed off if that happened like if i was in montreal and like people from salabrania just started buying everything up i'd be like who do you think you are i think that like it would have been fun like they weren't like angry that they built it but like you have to watch it to understand the extent like of how insane these people are they built an airport like an airport a functioning airport planes came and left from it not i mean not like i mean easyjet wasn't like at <laughs> bagwan international <laughs> but like you know what i mean like, <laughs> 
like the George Best to the airport. It's like the Baguam to the airport. Like, but this I is can't like crazy. What they call the city as well. It's like I can't remember. Oh, it's like I Rej- don't even know. Rajneesh person like that. Yeah, so this was in like Oregon, and they had this little like town. It was like antelope. <laughs> So they went like that, and they <laughs> built this big thing and beside it, like it was crazy. But this is like the level of craziness that we're in with these documentaries. But we're actually going to have to dedicate yeah, a I very think... decent segment, and you know what's coming next. Yeah, we. So I think it's important to say before we go on to discuss some of the ones that you guys said that you thought were insane is. Um, the one that really started it all. I mean, we'd been into these before. Like, I'd seen um, the Mormons one before I'd met you. Like, I'd seen yeah. quite a few. The one I think that really stands out for me as the definition of this genre we've cre- we've created here is abducted in plain sight. Do you know what? I, I definitely seen that before much real, and Same, I like man. But, like, I'd... whenever you re-watch it, you're like what because i think the first time you watch it you're so like you're not even able to follow the plot like you're so shocked when mm-hmm. you watch it for i don't know what's coming you're able to like realize how insane it is yeah i think yeah the first time you're just like truly not out if we, we have actually named the girl and the family broadbean i don't know can't remember I what their actual their name is. <laughs> what their actual <laughs> name is. We just started referring to them as Broadbean. Yeah, shout um, out to Chase if you're here um, listening, who was our third um, accomplice in the renaming yeah. of them as the Broadbeans. Do you know what? we? I feel like we watched that multiple times. We did not. We watched it once when we were in Spain. But it has literally, again, stuck with me since. So... Someone we give a say, brief synopsis of it in case you're yeah. foolish enough not to have watched it. But someone did say it to the answer in our Instagram poll. I can't remember who, but you read my mind. So basically, the synopsis of Abducted in Plain Sight is there's this girl, Broadbean Junior. We're gonna call her. I can't remember what her actual name <laughs> I think is. Her name is like Julie or something. It's something so yeah, like is it normal. Joan? It's like it's quite a normal name. And yeah. Basically she has the misfortune to be born to the two stupidest parents in the history of the universe they are actually like there is no brain cells between them like would you I, I mean basically you would did, did she biologically come from these two people yes was she raised in their care yes did they pay, did they act as parents? No. Oh. Did they parent her at all? No. Would they even have acted as what I would consider a concerned friend? Um, <laughs> acquaintance? Would, would they have acted as a sort of a slightly Passer- bemu- as bemused passerby might? No. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. The Brobergs. The Brobergs. Okay. Her name is I knew it was a J. Okay, so, so Jan Broberg slash Broadbean is a young girl whose parents make friends with this other man. Do you have the name of him there? I'm like ninety percent sure his name is Bill, but I, I feel will, like I they will... refer to him as B. Is yes, it's B. They call him B, so we will call him B. 
So B basically, I can't remember how we know B, but B comes close to the family, and I won't give too much away. I mean, this is not a this is not a secret. I won't like go over what happens in the interim, but mm-hmm. basically B is allowed to abduct Jan by the fact that her parents just like are willfully neglectful. Um, yeah, they literally. Do you know what it is? They first of all, they do let him sleep in her bed before this like, yeah oh my god I it wasn't forgot about if, that like there's nothing weird like there is a lot of weird sketchy shit like leads up to this but and he has abducted he, her he like, has a, their own I think he has his own kids and I seem to remember like the premise of him abducting her is he says he's gonna take her like horse riding or something then he just makes <laughs> off into the night with her and the parents yeah. like don't call the police for like three days as if like why wouldn't he have taken one of his own kids as well it's just the whole thing is already bizarre from the beginning is this so not, not i mean spoiler alert skip forward like maybe i'm gonna say we're gonna dedicate like a solid five minutes to this skip forward five minutes if you don't want to spoiler with the horseback riding incident is this the first or the second time she gets abducted because so she gets abducted multiple times do they not move they go do they not move to mexico and get married this girl is like well we should point out this poor poor child so yeah does she run away the second time i think she maybe runs away yeah so what happens basically the first time and this is i i cannot remember exactly i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look this up but essentially they he somehow drugs her and they're in this like rv (laughs) and he plays these like sounds that sound like aliens and he manages to convince her that they've been abducted by aliens called Zeta and Zephra. Zeta and Zephra. And they are the, <laughs> and they, they, the two are the chosen ones who have to like have a child together to save the human race or Zeta and Zephra will kill everyone. Yeah. Um, um, Jan, who is so we have to like be lenient to her. She's some of her parents' intelligence in that she believes this but also yeah. she is being manipulated so we have to feel bad for her obviously feel bad for her but we yeah. have to we have to keep her parentage in mind yeah but the thing with her parents is that we've said like they're stupid like why would you let someone abduct your child twice sleep in their bed etc I also don't think they like press charges no, his wife, his wife's like, don't press charges. And they're like, oh, cool, that sounds good. But you may be very weird, very wonder why these parents aren't as concerned. But the best, it was like a very, very prominent meme for a while. So I think that with the, the reason they don't like any charges is because they are both basically having an affair with B. So what what happens is the dad has an affair with him prior to the first abduction, I think. Then Jan is somehow rescued, comes back home a few years past before the second abduction. And in that interim period, the mum, knowing full well that he abducted and tried to marry her adolescent daughter, like pre-adolescent daughter, then begins to have an affair with this man. Yep. I don't know if you could define the dad's um, incident as an affair. He more so it as a relief. helping hand because I did relief. <laughs> a helping 
sick. But they basically, <laughs> this was the meme is that like they're. I think that like B and the dad are like out in the car at some point, and B's talking about how like he doesn't have sex with his wife. I can't imagine why. <laughs> and B and the dad's like all riled up, and the dad's like, well, I can help you out. Give him some relief, which anyway, we're oh, we're child, anyway. But the mother is like literally in love with him, like, she is obsessed with him. The mum, I mean, the mum is like completely wired to the moon. I think the dad like, has some sort of care, or like, like I think, I think, for I think the, the like the dad is definitely the more concerned parent, the mum is like, he. B used to tell me that I had beautiful legs. Yeah. He said I was so attractive. Yeah. <laughs> like this man abducted yeah. your child. Yeah. Uh-huh. But my probably one of the highlights, there's plenty of highlights, is when Jan has run away for the second time and she phones. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So but, but let's also point out before Jan between Jan running away for the between the first and the second time and the mum having an affair the mum allows her to go to like summer camp and stay with him for the summer that's yeah, not even one of the abductions oh yeah that's, that was just, that's just like a summer holiday like that to me was one of the most unhinged parts it's like this mat like because like it's not even like that is an abduction like the parents send her there yeah that what that was like a interesting choice of, of one of many interesting choices <laughs> made by so, mr and mrs broker <laughs> Jan phones them. Is this during an? I feel like this is during an abduction, and you have to listen to this phone call because you think that like when Jan phones, they'd be like screaming down the phone. They'd be like, "Jan, Jan, are you okay?" The mom picks up and literally is the most nonchalant. She's like, hi, Jan, what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, nothing, mom, just with me. And her mom's like, she's, great. She's like, are you going to come home soon, Jan? And Jan's like, I don't know. Her friends always after school for dinner. She's like, are you going to come home soon? <laughs> she's been away for like three weeks with a grown man. Like, it's insane. The mom is so, you have to listen to this phone call. It's insane. The worst part of the whole thing is like most of the documentary is like narrated by like the adult Jan and so and it's like obviously like horrific when she's like describing what happened to her as a child but I'm like how like, still speak to your parents like, how can like the dad like the dad actually like gets emotional whenever he's speaking about it like years later he's upset whenever he answers the phone you, you know why I just remembered why they don't report him for being, for abducting her because um the wife like B's wife comes around and is like I'll let I'll tell everyone that you're gay if you if you reveal yeah yeah and so like, he's like oh shit well that is way more important than the fact no. my child may be adopted wait something just came to me do they not burn down the Broberg's like family business? Oh yeah, and he like puts his arms around them and it's like, let it burn, let it burn. And I'm like, what a strange <laughs> this man who has been like mainly concerned with what we I don't even know if we describe that as a real gay experience, unless so like a very strange plot line. Do you know what it was though? Is that like he says like let it burn, like as in it would be one thing if he was like, I'm not concerned with like business or money, I only care about my family. But it's like, you don't seem to care about either. Exactly, I'm like, like I'm, I'm not sh- 
forget what your like motivations for like continuing to exist on this earth are. Yeah. Other like than... I would I mean, I would respect him more if he like threw Jan into the burning <laughs> fire business to like save the business. Because it was sort of I equal the amount of care he's had for her for the rest of the time. Maybe like he didn't notice she was she'd be lucky that she was there to throw it into the fire. I'd be like, oh shit, and Jan's not here her. again. He'd probably be like, oh, maybe she's in the shop. Just let it burn. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe she's off with she's with But the thing is, is that like they really just let all this come and go. I'm like, I know it's the 70s and things were mild, but I definitely think that like. I know a lot of stuff gets like sweeped under the rug, right? There's do- there's documentaries on stuff getting sweeped under the rug. This was not swept under the rug. This was glare like this was glaringly obvious, and they didn't do anything about it. Like they let the I don't did B even go to prison in the I end? Like in I the don't end. even remember. I feel like they have to get a restraining order against him because he keeps like turning up to like because Dan then ends up becoming like a public speaker, I think. And- happened to her bizarrely including her parents in this as if they weren't like 90 percent of the um like he keeps to the top and being like yeah. well, i think this mean stuff about me like you abducted me several times do you know what it is is that like obviously you can be like an enabler i think that there needs to be like a, a word that like we've passed enablers I would, I, I would almost like say active incur- contributor. encourage. Yeah, like contributor. Some level. Are you encouraging it if you don't punish him? Are you and encouraging you're like, well, it I if you have like an affair with a ready <laughs> abducted child? It's just. Yeah. I feel like you are. I feel like. <laughs> you, have, you haven't watched this documentary and you think that we've made this up or we have exaggerated. We we've have left exaggerated. Stuff out. One word, we have left the fight. I cannot do justice to that phone call with the mother. At, like, <laughs> hey, Jen, how are you doing? I actually feel like there's like a vibe on the phone call that I was like, if Jan tried to speak to them for more than maybe five minutes, the mom would be like, Jan, I'm busy. Can you go? <laughs> like, Jan, it's really, are you, I hope you're not reversing charges because we are not paying for that. <laughs> She's like, okay, Jen, that sounds lovely. I'll see you later. Bye bye. <laughs> Just hang up. She'd be like, yeah, me and B are in Florida. I'm 13, he's 45. She'd be like, I know, Jen, so we, I can do We've hands. actually fled the country. She's like, oh, that's lovely, dear. Hope What's the weather nice... like in Mexico? <laughs> We're in Canada. Oh, that's nice, Jen. <laughs> Send us a postcard. Okay, bye bye. Like, it's. You have to watch this documentary. If I was like gonna force, if someone was like, show me the weirdest thing on Netflix, I'd be like, take a seat, strap yourself in. We're watching Abducted in Plain Sight. I feel like a lot of true crime cases can seem crazy. Like, obviously, we've said it before about Freddie Gain, Madame McCann. Yeah, there was a really good Netflix Netflix, um, Netflix. series about that. I enjoyed that one. But I feel like you think that that's like you think that that's crazy, but that's unsolved. Like I think that this one is so crazy is because you have every detail. Like because it really wasn't that long ago. Like it really wasn't mom, that long ago. And the mom and dad don't seem to be ashamed. Whereas like I'm like 
I feel like Kate and Jerry were far less neglect. Like, if we assume that they didn't do it, they were far less neglectful than these parents. Yeah. Like, as in, like, like obviously leaving your child alone in a hotel room, not ideal. But at least they weren't like someone knocked on the door and they were like, yeah, go ahead, which is essentially what these parents do in abducted in plain sight. And then they bring them back and they're like, okay, sure you want them again? Same time next year? Like, that was honestly. I feel like, yeah, their, their parents are very. <laughs> the fact that they even bother to like show their faces and admit everything that they've done is insane. Very laissez faire with their parenting style. Yeah, <laughs> I think that like the thing is, is that when these things happen, there's only like a case and the parents are like on the news, like begging for like the return of their their child like tell the police or if they do it's like a hot minute after it happens and i feel like they tell the police because it's like other people are like you should phone the police like Um, other people are like guy where's she (laughs) like and they're like oh well she's just gone with b and people are like okay that's not that's not normal (laughs) she's still at her horse riding lessons so (laughs) It's only been B. 13 months. <laughs> She's with B. It's fine. Everyone's like, I was B with his other kids and his wife. Like, is she with the family? And they're like, no. Just B. It is just B. It is RV. Oh, I shouldn't laugh. I think that you have to laugh, though. Like, if you didn't... It's not like if you didn't laugh, you cry. It's like, if you didn't laugh you just wouldn't believe it well this like, is the thing like because there's some shows there's some documentaries which are like almost unbelievable like have you watched that one three identical strangers yes and it was that, like the it was like the triplets and they turned out that they experimented on a lot of them like well, yeah not they experimented were, but like they were all they split, split them up. that one was kind of like unreal but in a way that you were like it's just crazy that this could be allowed but you could kind of see how it could have happened that's another good yeah. one to watch but yeah, this abducted in plain sight is just like this is unbelievable but surely no one would actually like go along with this yeah it was like not you know you watch things like three identical strangers and you're like this is like evil like this is just horrible but there's something about abducted in plain sight that you're like this is this is stupidity Exactly. I'm like, she is a victim of her parents' stupidity. She's a victim of this terrible man. But yeah. equally, she's a victim of her parents' stupidity. Yeah. It's it's just insane. If you had, like, please just watch this if you haven't watched it. Like, I, I cannot, cannot recommend, recommend it. it <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> it is absolute insanity. Like, if I was like, do you know what? It's not even like a Netflix documentary. It's I don't even know. Someone must have just picked up on this story and went to like a network and said, I need money to make this. And the network was like, that's not a real thing. But okay. I know. Oh, fantasy is back them. again this season. It's like, nope, no, this is a reality. Yeah, they'd be like, okay, well, what actors do you want in it? And she'd be like, no, no. Jan Broberg and her parents. No, no need for actors. No acting acting here it is crazy but that reminds me of one a netflix one obviously it was a true crime one it was like about john bonnet but yeah. it was done in a really weird not really weird way like i enjoyed it but it was like 
they had they were doing it as if they were casting for a show about it yeah I saw I saw yeah it's so different so like whenever they go through they tell like the story of like what happened but then they go through like who they want to play like the son Bert I know his name's Bert I mean he definitely killed her but anyway um, the parents and then they go through and like explain they ask all the different actors like do you think she did it do you think he didn't do it very very interesting so I'd also recommend that one it's not like completely insane but they do get so obviously if you don't know about John Cleese there's a theory that the brother killed her with like a torch flashlight if you're American and a lot of people are like oh a boy that age wouldn't have the strength the little boy actors to like hit watermelon and some of them break the watermelon oh, with shit. the torch so you're like hmm they could do that mm. but it was very interesting if you were looking for a true crime that is not exactly the same as all the other true crime ones I like the one about oh my god I've forgotten what her name is um is Amanda Knox yeah oh. that one was insane as well speaking in it interviewed and it's different from um, the uh, abducting plane site because she's interviewed like maintaining her innocence rather than like accusing someone else yeah so it's insane also maybe I think, definitely like, I think, think it... I definitely think that that one made her look worse than it was meant to like I watched that and was like was this meant to make me think she didn't do it because it makes me think she did do it like she's weird I think as well like the whole this thing as well makes you think I don't know it was just like it was so it was quite recent as in like it happened within our lifetimes yeah and it obviously was such a like horrific case and it just really didn't seem like there was like I was like did the victim's family sign off on this because it really felt like they hadn't yeah (laughs) because it was just yeah I think that one was really strange because it was obviously her her innocence but it's probably quite dangerous to do that when you don't know if at any point they're going to retry something yeah like I just think I prefer a documentary that was about something that was quite quite a while ago because in a lot of these documentaries the reason that they're only interviewing people now or the reason that like has inspired them to make it is because something has happened like recently like okay the OG Netflix docuseries Making a Murderer oh so good like all that happened years before it came out but the reason they made it was because he was up like up for retrial or something like there was something recent so I feel like if you're gonna make a documentary it needs to be about something does it go or else you don't have all I like a complete all the facts like that's closed that's done Jan isn't gonna be abducted again I know though honestly with her parent like (laughs) thankfully Jan is now able to legally fend for herself because she's much more capable than her parents yeah I would say so I mean probably one of the biggest blessings in life is Jan passing the age of 18 (laughs) she's able to yeah (laughs) look after herself 
Sometimes you're for making it to the age of yet oh, God, I know. The odds were certainly stacked against her. But yeah, I would say it's these hard, it's a toss up between abducted in plain sight and lockdown savior Tiger King. Oh or my god. My favourite documentary. So I think I, mean, I think abducted in plain sight is more bizarre, but Tiger King is like I think it was because it was kind of unfolding at the time. It was also so amazing, and they've yeah. they've decided for season two. Oh, that has um the guy who's like um a guru um in it who like owns one of the other parks. Does he not call him bag- himself Bagwan as well? Oh my god, I think that he, you're right. He's and he's like a random guy. American like white man who's just decided that he's a guru. Is he like, the guy he's, he's like? his name was it like Don or something Doc maybe Don Doc Ant- Doc Antler Doc Antle or something yeah and he but his real name I'll look up what his name is or would you want to look do you have it his real name will be like Keith. okay or I'm like gonna look Michael Tiger King other park owner will that come up oh my god other names Ma. Maham, I Bagwan, yeah, Bagwan, and still does come up. I think his name. Oh my god, he was born Kevin. 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 We have some hyper progress to Mahamai Vai Bagwan Anton. But yeah, he was. He helped Britney with like. Oh the, really? You know, like the snake, the iconic like "I'm a slave for you" performance. Yes. With the snake. He was there. Like he was on. He was the guy who did all that. Oh, I but we don't like that. him. No, we don't like him. He was because he had like he had a harem, didn't he? Of like young girls that he would get to work oh. at the park and then marry them. It was like all yeah. very that. But that what that could have been a whole documentary in itself. And I think that yeah. says a lot about how crazy Tiger King was. That that was like a sideshow. That that was like half an episode. He got away with that because Joe Exotic had. Didn't he have? T- I think he had two husbands. One of which was a straight man who. Clearly, just like the meth that was being provided. <laughs> so I feel like on the scales of crazy, Joe Exotic and his. Would you call it a zoo? His. His establishment. Business, his establishment um, was like slightly crazier because Doc Andrew may have had like young, attractive girls, but Joe Exotic had multiple people on drugs and that man was like one leg. Oh my god, that guy, he, to be fair, he seemed about the most sane one. Like, he seemed like he kind of was aware of, like, the consequences of actions and stuff. It was more than can be said for most of the people working at that park. Also, if we talk about iconic catchphrases from Abducted in Plain Sight, who can forget when the um, worker gets their arm bitten off and Joe's like, I will never financially recover from this. (laughs) It's like, what about the poor person who has literally just lost a limb? I need to rewatch Tiger King. Like, it was. It just, I think that, like, whenever I was watching it, it was like, takes a lot of time. And I was just watching episode after episode. Do you remember episode. that TikTok side, which was like Carol Baskin killed her Your husband, husband whacked him? <laughs> Carol Baskin! I forgot about Carol Baskin. Hey, kitty cats! Oh, shut up. No. Hey, you I crazy think cats! I think that my favourite 
Joe Exotic is the one he's like um, I'm gay I've had kinky sex I've tried drugs <laughs> I got a vendetta against me from that bitch down in Florida like he is an icon like that eyebrow ring when it's it, like and when not they dis- really on his eyebrow it's like below his cheekbone so when they keep discovering that they're feeding like expired meat to the employees it's just like and he opens like a pizza farm and like everything's like not a pizza farm a pizza shop and it's like everything there is like expired and people get getting food poisoning and he's like not my fault everything about him his music career oh my god his his running for president oh my god I see a tiger. Oh my god. Literally. If, like, there was a scale, if there's like a crazy scale, there's like absolutely amazing, crazy, which is Joe Exotic, and then the other scale is the broad beans. <laughs> exactly. I think like, the broad beans would have really enjoyed the. Um, Joe's they park and they would John and her into the taxi simply like, like I'll to go and work at Bagwan's uh, in Florida or wherever yeah no they'd be like great Literally. work experience for be great yeah. holiday Joe would be like I need someone to feed the tigers and they'd be like you know James Free she <laughs> could feed the tigers like, oh wait she's not at home at the moment <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go we'll just go get her oh wait she's not here like you guys I just so I want to what I, I want to see is a mass documentary with the broad beans visiting um, wild wild country meeting Bagwan meeting that woman yeah. Sheila who's like the mastermind oh. of the, the whole operation she is insane Sheila Sheila is like insane because she comes out of it like she does like some crazy bad stuff and she comes out of it like unscathed like I know like living in Switzerland or something (laughs) she's actually in like Switzerland or something she's like going to hiding it is incredible but okay to end the episode I'm gonna ask you a very very tricky question okay hit me if you could go inside the mind, the brain, you know, really, uh-huh. really get the thought process of either. Okay. Broadbeans, Broadbeans, ma, <laughs> or Joe Exotic. Um, that is hard. Going in Broadbeans, ma, you'd immediately. Yeah. Like, your brain would be hit with like a wall of no energy. And yeah, it would be like expi- a wasteland. There'd be like nothing. <laughs> It'd be just like be t- one singular image of B. There'd be like a tumbleweed blowing up <laughs> with like the tumbleweed with really nice legs, and that would be it. Um, I but I think oh, that is hard because I really I do want to know what Joe plans. I, think I really do want to understand why the mother had an affair with him. Like that for me lives rent free in my brain, and like what, like if she was at, I know they're like, oh, the FBI like told us to act like calm on the phone, but like, come on, madam. 
I don't even think that, that. Do you know what? They probably didn't. They were probably like, keep her on the phone as long as you can. They were probably like, get as much information out of you, her as possible. And she was probably like, yeah, okay. Whatever. Do you eat lunch today, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> That's like too much of a level of concern. Like, she doesn't care if she's at. Yeah, I think that's quite it. You're picking Bobby's mask. And I'm going to ask you, okay. Oh, God. Would you rather hmm, be forced to go and live in wild, wild country and you're, like, far down the chain, you're, like, one of the people just, like, digging holes in the ground all day? Or would you rather work at Joe's Park? I'd have to work in Joe's Park because I just don't think I could live the like hippie commune I life. can totally I see like... you like absolutely refusing to take part you know when they do their like um, like meditations where they like roll on the ground oh my god yes and do they not have to do like everything naked too there's like losing naked yeah. stuff yeah no I don't think so. I think that Joe, Joe would be an an interesting boss. I think if you worked, he really wouldn't care. Um, I reckon yeah, as well. I'd have to say Joe. Like, it would would it be that different from working in the school in Spain with the lack of health and safety? A part of me actually thinks I would enjoy working <laughs> on the Joe Exotic like thing because. I feel like his customer service policy is fuck off. And I I'd love like that. Be on the like production team at his like Joe Exotic Studios. I think that would be like my calling. Or maybe I'd work in the gift shop. I would like to work in the gift shop. I don't think I mean I wouldn't like to be you know, partaking in the borderline it's not even borderline, like <laughs> I was gonna say it's very much not borderline animal abuse and full on. The, uh, the clear animal abuse. So I think, yeah, me and you could work in the gift shop. He'd love us. He'd come in and gossip with us. We would have to say no to the math, but we'd say no to the math, and we would probably end up cooperating with the FBI in the investigation. But well, we'd sell him down the river. We would sell him down the river because but... we'd only be being paid minimum wage. So you know, it's not really worth it. The loyalty. We wouldn't even. <laughs> we probably been paid minimum wage. He'd have been like. You can have a free copy of my CD. And Two some guns, expired meat. Methamphetamine. And my eyebrow ring. And that's it. <laughs> like You'd be like, can I get paid this month? And that's what he times you in the envelope. <laughs> you'd be like, right, I'm off to Bagwan now. Yep. I'd be like, okay, I wonder what the duty free rates of Bagwan International are. Can I get a bottle of vodka <laughs> for this eyebrow ring? But it's, do you know what? God help anyone who's listening to this and hasn't watched any of these documentaries. But that's your homework, everyone. For next week, you must you must watch. You must take all this in. At the very least, you must watch Doctor in Plain Sight because it's only like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's not insane hour and a half if you're. Yeah, and it's it's not as if like it's boring at any stage like oh my god there's a lot to fit in if only it was boring at one stage it's like it's not it's like the emotions to like keep going at that like level of suspense the whole time it's a wild ride but yeah 
I think I'm gonna have to sum up now, or else we'll we'll just we'll talk about the broad beans all night. So we hope you have enjoyed. We again apologize. We again apologize. We're very sorry that we took our little our little break. Um, but you're just gonna have to forgive us. And we'll make it up to you. With yes, we will. More rants about the broad beans. Yeah, we will. So, like I said, you'll have your homework. We hope you have an incredible week, a really positive week. And uh, we're coming into October spooky, spooky season. season. We're coming yeah, into fucking bats. I love Halloween. <laughs> you distracted me. With that. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're coming into Scorpio season. Well, not just yet. We're in Libra season, season, I think, aren't we? We've, I think we've just entered Libra season. So we're, Scorpio season is approaching fast. So prepare yourselves. Stay ready. You don't have to get ready. So <laughs> I've been a Scorpio. I've been a Leo. I thank you for listening. We'll see you it's- next week. It's goodbye from Zeta Zephra and us. Zeta Zephra and the Bagua. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Bye. <laughs>